0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Hi. Today we're going to be talking about the Ye Shun triple murder. Triple. Yep, oh triple. god. This happened in Singapore in 2008. Now, this case is a bit wild, a bit crazy. It's going to get confusing, so like buckle on, sit back, buckle up. Yep, it's <laughs> going to be crazy. Okay, so I need to take you all the way back to 1996 where it began okay okay sure so we're gonna (coughs) talk about Wang Uh Tietian who is a 29 year old male who is married Uh and we will call him Wang for short okay okay and next is Tang Ming who is 28 years old and also married Uh and we'll call her Ming for short okay okay and mm. so Wang and Ming, um, they live in Tianjin, which is a major port city in China. They first met in 1996 in a brokerage firm because um they you know Wang wanted to trade some stocks, exchange some stocks, mm. and so his colleague actually introduced him to Ming. Mm. But that's it. That's about it. Like nothing mm-hmm. else happened from there because they were both married. I'm guessing that's why they didn't. Um, continue a friendship or anything like that mm-hmm. and so it's strictly business it was just that one meeting where the friend mm, introduced okay. like hey look this is Ming this is Wang mm. that's it and that's all okay. and so in 2004 um, Wang got a divorce from his wife he said that they just weren't compatible mm. so the stars didn't align oh god we are <laughs> so Indian obsessed with matchmaking. <laughs> matchmaking let us know if you watch <laughs> the show let's talk about it <laughs> but yeah um, in two thousand and five, one year after the divorce, Ming actually called Wang, you oh, know, and a whole said, year after the divorce, that's yeah. a decent amount of time. Yeah, but she's still married. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's business. I don't know. I don't know. So he, she called him up, and they hung out at a cafe, and they talked, and this kind of became a one week meet up. Mm-hmm. and then it became a twice a week meetup oh. i guess they were really enjoying each other's company but it's so weird how it's all of a sudden though plot like, what twist to plot twist mm-hmm. she actually um wang doesn't know that ming is married oh she didn't tell him that yeah she just conveniently left that very important fact out uh-huh. and so after like about a year of them hanging out In 2006, June, Mm -hmm. um, she revealed to him that she was married. And so immediately, he initiated a breakup. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't easy to get from her because she was like, no, you don't understand. It was love at first sight. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. She even went to the point where she used a needle to prick her finger and wrote, I love Wang Ti. And then said that, Oh my god, the pain is too unbearable. I can't continue. Can you prick your finger and finish your name for me? Oh my god, she's psycho, <laughs> right? And so, yeah. and so he pricked the finger and wrote the remaining of his name, Tian. Oh my god. And then, um, she. This is so messed up. She even said, "Like, can you also write that I want to marry you?" And so he wrote with his blood, "I want to marry him." Oh my god, this is so. He was writing on behalf of her. This is so and then she said, like, what about you? This sentence is my form of expressing my love for you. What about you? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, um, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> and so he wrote, I love her until I die. Mm. What do you guys think about this? Okay, let me know in the comments, like, what do you think this Means like i don't know i don't know how to feel about this like i don't think this is normal i don't watch this on tv i don't hear my friends talking about doing things like this yeah i mean i get that she's try- trying to express her love but this is a bit too far she kind of stepped over a line here. It's kind right. of... It's a bit creepy to me. Okay, here's what I want to know, right? If yeah. your significant other asked you to do this for them or they did this, yeah, what would you do? Let me know in the comments <laughs> because I'm really curious at this point. I want to know how to react if, you know, something yeah. like... If I was put in this situation... Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd probably be scared. Just scared. <laughs> That's true. And so... um, in November of 2006, uh, Ming's husband called Wang over to the house. And mm. then uh, Ming's husband said, like, Ming, now, choose between me or Wang. Oh, so the husband knew about yeah. these meetings. Yeah. Okay. The, I think eventually he found out. And mm. so he, like, just had enough and wanted um, her to choose. Yeah. And so she obviously chose Wang. Mm. And so the be divorce, yeah, mm. so the divorce started to happen, you know, the processes. Yeah. And in this time, right, Ming's family absolutely harassed the shit out of Wong, okay? Mm-hmm. they When they saw him in the street, they would beat him, they would threaten him, you know, they would hurl vulgarities at him. This is crazy. Like, even if the girl picks a different guy over him, I understand that they're really upset, but beating him up isn't the way to go. Yeah. And so they even went as far as to find his workplace, go to his workplace and ask his colleagues for him. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. That is yeah, very illegal. Which is pretty much like, he just couldn't handle it at this point. So yeah. he actually works as a supervisor in a pot. Mm-hmm. And so he just had enough. And so he actually um, requested for an early retirement and he retired with about 400,000 yuan, which mm-hmm. is about seventy eight. Um thousand dollars in t- Singapore dollars, mm. in just three months, right? Yeah. She blew through one quarter of his money on branded clothes oh and God, on and those? Oh God. expensive food. Great. He's literally retired. Yeah. And so I don't know. I I don't know how to feel right now. Okay, because it feels like a it. This feels like a roller coaster. Yeah. It's like. Oh, it's love. Then it's like, wait a minute, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's and then it's like, oh, that's so sweet. She chose him. Then she's like, oh my god, he's. She's like, blowing through his cash. Yeah. And so it's like it's kind of like an emotional ride so far. Yeah. And then in about you know, um, end two thousand seven, her husband actually um, her ex husband had a stroke, and so she went to take care of him because Mm. he has no one else. Yeah. And so. At this stage, she and Wang kind of broke off, but this breakup only lasted for four months. So, Mm. once she was done caring for her ex-husband, she went back to find Wang and moved in with him. Mm. So, she moved in with him and brought along her one and only daughter. Oh, she had a kid? Yeah, one daughter. Mm. And so, they moved in together and at this point, it was about, you know... um, I want to say May 2007, mm. where they were heads over heels in love with each other. They were at the prime of their love, you know, finally moving in, living together. Yeah. He went to get a tattoo of her on his back. It was a full tattoo of her mm-hmm. face and her half body with a rose on the bottom to symbolize his true, sincere love for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so in December of 2007, right... Mm. Um, Ming's daughter got an opportunity to come to sunny Singapore for (laughs) education. (laughs) Education! So she got um, into a school, a secondary school in Singapore. Mm. So Ming packed everything up, brought her daughter to Singapore to start a life, you know, for her. But I guess somewhere along the way, the long-distance relationship with Mm -hmm. Ming and Wang didn't work out. So they kind of broke things off. He actually got two more tattoos on each shoulder. Oh. On the left shoulder, on one shoulder, he got kind of like a snake mm-hmm. to express her viciousness. Oh. Ming's oh. viciousness. And on another shoulder, she he got a skeleton eating a heart to represent like Ming slowly eating his heart painfully.
1: Oh and my gosh, it's kind this of the so... skeleton
0: is kind of like a, a death god yeah, kind of representative, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! It's like zero to hundred real quick with this relationship. That yeah. is why I feel like when I was reading it, I I didn't know how to feel because it feels yeah. like hot and cold, you yeah. know, up and down. It's like real it's quick. It's sweet, but then it gets obsessive. Bitter. Yeah, it's yeah. very bittersweet, but like worse, you know. Yeah, and so we come to where the murders actually happened in two thousand and eight. Oh. So during her March school holiday, she actually went back to China to visit Wang and. Mm-hmm they kind of rekindled their affair and she was like no let's get back together we can do this Mm -hmm. and they kind of like continued their affair for a while but then she had to go back to Singapore because after the school holidays are over she has to start back school for her daughter so she flew back to Singapore yeah and this is when she was like hey why don't you come with me why don't you come live with me and so Wang was like hell nah like there's no way I can afford your lavish lifestyle yeah especially in Singapore which yeah. is like kind of an expensive country to be in right I think it's one of the most expensive places to live yeah and yeah. so he was like no nah, i don't think i can do that and yeah. she was like no i promise you i will take care of you and so he finally came to Singapore for a social visit visa mm. he came in July 2008 and so he brought with him 500 singapore dollars mm-hmm. and like literally within 4 days they blew through it. Four days. Four days. Oh on my just God. food. And it was S- Singapore's called a Food Paradise for a reason. And they especially spent a hundred and forty dollars on crab. Now here's oh. what I need to like ask oh. you. I mean, yeah. We love crab, right, in Singapore, but yes. would you eat crab if, how often do you eat crab? Like, that's my question, okay? Let me know in the comments how yeah. often do you eat crab? For both of us, probably like once or twice a year, honestly. Yeah, because we can't afford to eat <laughs> crab that often. Yeah, crab is expensive. expensive yeah, it's yeah. kind of expensive. Like, literally, in four days, did they eat crab every day? Because 140 No, they only ate crab one time, and that one time was $140. $140. $140. Oh. $140. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Ming and her daughter love crab. They love crabs so much. I would say that this murder was triggered by crabs. And so the next visit was in August 2008, where she said that, you know what, come back to Singapore. Let me find you a job. Yeah. And so they went to agents and the agents was like, you know what, you're from China, so I need to give you a work permit and this and that. And it's going to cost about $4,000. Oh, $4,000. Wow. Mm -hmm. And at this point, like, Ming had already blew through all of his cash, okay? Yeah. And so, he was at this point saying, like, begging her, please, can you just, like, help me with this 4K? I will work it and I will give you back the money. If anything has shown that all of his money actually... Went to her, her yeah. Yeah, so what's up with, like, just giving 4K to a man to, like, yeah. survive? But she refused to and she said that all this money I saved up is for my daughter's education. Yeah. And I absolutely cannot, like, give you any... And so, and she said But that he promises like, the 4K is for him to work. He's going to work it back. Yeah, eventually. but she stuck to the story that she doesn't have money. Oh. Yeah, she just kept saying, I don't have money. All my money is for my daughter. I don't have money. Yeah. And so, he left in September back mm. to China. And then, in September, she called again, saying mm. that, hey, my daughter got an enrollment, an opportunity to go to Raffles Girls School. Oh, wow, that's... Wow, she's smart. And so he came back in September nine to Singapore with literally the last bit of his entire life savings. Okay, mm-hmm. he brought one thousand Singapore dollars to Singapore. Yeah, in four, in five days. Okay, just five days, mm. four hundred dollars was swept away, feeding Ming and her daughter. When he's not around, Ming and her daughter can eat fine. So why is it that when he comes they decide to use his money? Yeah. And eat lavish, expensive, you know, food. Yeah. And $120 was spent to buy two crabs, which he cooked for the mother and daughter. He cooked it, and then he was literally left with two tiny pieces of the crab, and when he wanted to so eat toxic. it, and when he wanted to eat it, right, he couldn't even eat it. Why? Because um, Ming's daughter said that, "Hey, I want that for my breakfast. Don't oh. eat it." And so the mom would be like, "No, no, no, my daughter wants it for her breakfast. You can't eat it." Mm. And so he couldn't even have the leftover crabs. is so toxic. Can you imagine spending that much money and you don't even get to have a taste of it? I would be hella mad, man. Yeah. (laughs) I would be so (laughs) mad. The dreadful, fateful day, 2008, Mm. September 18, okay? Mm. He went to the market and he came home with a bag full of seafood and fishes Mm. and then Ming came, inspected the bag and said, where are my crabs and Wang was like you know what we just ate crabs a few days ago like can we please chill it's really expensive I can't afford to keep buying crabs at this point Ming's daughter who was studying on the dining table turned back and said you stupid poor man can't even buy me crabs go back to China damn where'd she get that attitude from and then you know, Ming proceeded to even more further comment, saying that you're produced by dogs and donkey, harsh. and literally against it, go back home, just go back home, just leave. oh wow, that's so harsh, yeah, over crab, yeah, it's just crab, it's just me, I understand that it's like the best one out there, but please, yeah. it's just crab. And so, finally, they went to sleep at night, right? Yeah. He just couldn't sleep. According to him, I can't sleep. I felt very humiliated. I tried so hard to make her happy, but it's literally never enough. I was just so angry, you know? Um, They just complain all the time, and they treat me like a servant. Um, The blood was rushing to my head like it was going to explode. Mm. So, he went to the kitchen, and he was just pacing around the kitchen, and he, he smelled a very pungent smell, right? And so, yeah. he... He went towards the smell and it was the fishes, the seafood that he bought this morning. They didn't refrigerate Are it. Are you kidding me? So, all of his money yeah. literally wasted. Because when you buy fresh fish, you yeah. need to refrigerate, refrigerate it. it. Yeah. And so, it was just there, it was spoiled. So, literally all of his money gone to waste. And yeah. already being in the state that he was, yeah. that kind of triggered him and drove him to like complete just like... It switched something off in his head, okay? Yeah. He grabbed a knife, he went to the room, mm. closed the door, leaned over to her and stabbed her stomach continuously. In, out, in, out. Just stabbing her stomach. Oh, God. And so she was screaming little. and her ma- her daughter who was yeah. sleeping in the hall mm. heard this and knocked the door, opened the door and went in. Saw, her mom literally being stabbed screamed yeah. Wang bolted forward grabbed her closed the door like shoved her up the cupboard and stabbed her some more stabbed and slashed and stabbed and slashed in total just the mother and daughter yeah. suffered 98 stabs and slashes oh god he was very angry he is very angry but that's not how you anger relief no that's not how you anger relief And so, here's the thing, right? Remember I said that um, the daughter got into Raffles in girls' school and they had to move houses to be closer to the school. So, the house that they live in, it's kind of like a two-room, one hall, one kitchen. Yeah. And so, and a bathroom in the kitchen. So, one of the rooms was occupied by Wang and Ming. The hall Mm. was occupied by Ming's daughter. Mm. The other room, there's actually tenants in there. Oh. The tenant is a mom and a and a daughter similar Mm. to Wang Ming and her daughter right so it's another mom and her daughter Mm. and the daughter again is you know schooling in Singapore that's why she came and rented a flat yeah and so after doing the deed right he kind of panicked and he he put the knife under the bed so he lifted the mattress put the knife in the bed frame put down the mattress yeah and he went to the kitchen to pace around Mm. and suddenly he remembered he realized that there were people in the house yeah So he kind of panicked, he grabbed like a spatula, he looked at the spatula and he was like, why did I take this out? He threw it into the washing machine, he grabbed a chopper Mm. and he went to the tenant's room and he opened the door, he went in and he started slashing and chopping the tenant's daughter. And the mom, the tenant mom, yeah. ran out of the room yeah. and she climbed out the kitchen window and she was at the latch, yeah. holding on to, you know, the bamboo pole where you put the bamboo yeah. pole? Oh my God. She was holding on to that um, bamboo pole holders and he was just, she was just standing there quietly, so scared for her life. Oh my God, And the daughter so was getting up. slashed and stabbed in the room with the chopper. And Wang stopped to went to go and you know find um the tenant's mom. Yeah. And he couldn't find her, so he went back into the room to that finish must have been the daughter. That so scary. And the daughter. Yeah. Like stood up to go and close the door. Yeah. But he busted through and he slashed her some more and stabbed her some more. And at this point, she kicked him in his thigh. Yeah. And he kind of fell. When he fell, she ran to the toilet, to the kitchen toilet. Yeah. She closed the toilet door, and at this point, she was just praying, Just let me die, just let yeah. me die. I just want to die right now because yeah. I can't imagine the fear and pain. She was bleeding profusely at this yeah. point, okay? Getting slashed instead yeah. of a chopper. A whole yeah. Th- oh my and god. And then he so kind of broke the plastic door down. He yeah. broke it down, and then he went in and he stabbed and slashed someone on her neck, on her ear, on her face. Wow everywhere like she was just brutally gruesome stabbed and slashed okay yeah and then mm. next after he was done with her mm. he went to the mom he saw that she was already out of the kitchen mm-hmm. um window right he peeped and saw her still holding on for her dear life in the bamboo poles mm-hmm. he started using the chopper to cut her fingers started oh my you know, God. chopping her fingers at this point Ow. And so eventually, you know, um, her fingers had, like, internal bleeding, internal yeah. bruises and injuries. And she had to let go because it's painful, you know. Yeah. She let go and she fell for her life and she died. Yeah. She was the third person to be murdered. The first person is Ming. The second one is Ming's daughter. And the third one is the tenant mom. The tenant daughter in the toilet yeah. is unconscious at this point, but she's not dead. This girl, damn. Yeah, she has a will to live. She was praying to die and God just said nah. I mean I can't imagine how but the kind traumatizing of pain that it is, she's yeah. in. He literally broke down the door that she was in. Like that alone is like I don't wanna think about I it. I don't wanna it's get into detail on exactly where the slashes and wounds were because I feel like that's a bit too gruesome. But yeah. let's just say that she was in pain and profusely bleeding but yeah. unconscious. At this point, thank God, he didn't know that she was alive, okay? Yeah. Because, um, he went to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And while all this was happening, right, obviously the girls were screaming and crying and shouting, right? Yeah. A neighbor who was residing, like, in one of the lower levels, heard Mm. all this commotion, immediately called the police and Mm. said like, you know what, people are screaming, the neighbours are fighting again, I think you should come and check it out, it sounds more serious this time. Yeah. And then she heard some noises, yeah. which was so the tenant mom hanging for her dear life in the window, yeah. and all the banging and the clanging, right? Yeah. And so she was like, oh my god, what's that noise? It's so loud. She's yeah. literally on the phone with the police, yeah. and then she f- she heard the body thud down, and oh she she peered down, she screamed. Yeah. The police came immediately, Yeah. but they didn't know exactly which unit it was, uh-huh. so they went around knocking every single one of the resident's house and asking mm-hmm. if are you missing a family member? Mm. When they got to Wang's house, right, they saw blood on the gate. Yeah. This was because after he took a nice shower, he packed his bag in, and he was about yeah. to go for the airport. Mm. So he opened his door, he had his hand on the gate to open his padlock, yeah. and he saw that, you know, the police were actually right in his neighbor's door, like, asking. Yeah. So he immediately closed the door, and he just sat in the hall, and he just didn't know what to do. Mm. And so the police came over, knocked the door, noticed the blood, and immediately called SCDF. mm and so he didn't open the door for quite some time until after, you know, a while he yeah. opened the door and he said that he went, he said like, let me just go grab the keys. He said, no, mm. you just stay exactly where you are. Don't move. We need mm. eyes on you. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to help you get the keys to open. He's like, no need. Just stay yeah. where you are. The SCDF came out and they, they just cut through the entire gate, opened mm. the gate and the police went in to apprehend him. And this is when the police officers went in and they saw the crime scene. They saw the dead mom and the dead daughter, Ming and her daughter. Mm. They saw the blood. They saw the girl in the toilet mm. they immediately called cid mm. and also a paramedic because they found that the girl in the toilet was yeah. still breathing mm. she was unconscious and so thank god they managed yeah. to save her life she's still alive good good yeah oh my god Thank but god. living with all that trauma must be like yeah and she didn't even do anything like her and her mom didn't even do anything to deserve this you know yeah exactly they yeah. were just living there yeah it's just wrong time, wrong place. Oh God, I just think this is crazy, you know? This is so messed up. This yeah. is literally like... And so, they arrested him and yeah. they brought him to interrogation. And that's when he started saying all these things about how he's been like abused by them. Mm. You know, humiliated by them. And he just got angry. He didn't know what he was thinking, what he was doing. And he mm-hmm. just, you know, did it. And so, mm-hmm. um, they were finally gathering evidences and they were talking to him. At first, he kind of um did not admit to killing the tenant mom mm-hmm. because he said that, you know what, I didn't do that, I didn't do that. She just jumped down on her own. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. even know where she went, you know? Yeah. And so, eventually, they found evidences that he actually used a chopper to, like, beat her, mm-hmm. to fall, you know? Yeah. Like, provoked her to fall by hitting mm. her hand because her fingers had internal bleeding yeah. and slash marks. Mm. And so finally trial came yeah. and he tried to say that he had a mental condition, he had like an adjustment disorder yeah. and also he said his story, his account of everything that happened, mm. about the background and everything. Yeah, The judges were not convinced that he had a mental disorder, mental mm. condition, so he still... Um, was convicted guilty. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, right? For the mum and for Ming and Ming's daughter, it wasn't a murder charge. It was a culpable homicide. Culpable homicide means um, you want to harm someone with Mm -hmm. no intentions of murdering them. It's just that the judge said that it just got to a point where he's he's bottled up all of his emotions of the way that he was mistreated by them yeah. and he just burst into it. But yeah. he had no intention of actually murdering them. He just he just couldn't take the emotional turmoil and he just mm. hurt them. Mm. Yep, so that too wasn't considered a murder charge for him. Okay. I don't really know how I feel about that. I mean, 98 steps on both of them is like a lot. Yeah, it's for... The tenant mom, yeah. it was considered a murder. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, um, you at that point were aware she had absolutely, um, she did nothing to you. Yeah. You were aware enough to actually lean down and make sure that she falls. Yeah. Yeah, so that was considered a murder. Mm. And so finally, he was hung to death. And during the entire, like, trial, right, Mm -hmm. the mantra he had was, I don't remember, I don't remember, Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Because it's just that something he's saying that something clicked in his head. Mm -hmm. You know, the blood rushing. He just didn't know what he Mm -hmm. was doing. He was just completely unaware. Yeah. Okay. But you know when he was being apprehended, when he was on his way to court and trial, he was so happy. He was smiling, like... Big white smile on his face. I think mm-hmm. he's just happy that he doesn't have to deal with them anymore. Yeah, he's probably just happy that he won't have to deal with yeah. the guilt. He probably also knew he was going to get a death sentence anyway. He wouldn't yeah. have to deal with the finance anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for today's story, you guys. I mean, this is a crazy one. Really, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. Me neither. It's very really hard to put an opinion on this one. Yeah, but it got me feeling like mixed emotions emotional. Yeah. It was definitely a whole ride from the beginning. Yeah. Let us know what you think about this in the comments. Yeah. On any social media post. (laughs) We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you guys. See you in the next podcast. Bye. Bye!